0: 8.41, it is time for Personal Mastery. Dr. Tepi Soma Denji joins us now. Psychologist, personal change catalyst, a life coach, and a person we lean on every single week. And I, and I hope she, she understands that, and that will explain some of the knots in her back. Doc, it's from us. We're all leaning on you. Um, that's, that's, that's what happens every time we speak to you. Good morning.
1: Good morning, family. It's so nice to talk to you, and I appreciate you leaning on me. Aww. Trust me when I say I have people that I lean on. I couldn't do this on my own. Sure
0: absolutely so mother's day comes and then you look around and you and you get reminded that mama hasa leo mommy's no longer alive she's gone and she will never come back maybe we'll reunite one day depending on whatever you believe in spiritually and what happens when that moment kicks in do you get triggered do you go through this loss all over again go ahead doc
1: Yes, um, Mother's Day just came through, and for a lot of people, mothers are not necessarily the people who gave birth to us. Only it could be your grandparents, it could even be your father, whatever the parental figure might have been. But what we know is that holidays tend to re-trigger uh, the grief that you think you've gone through, that you've it's in the past, you should be okay by now, especially when you know you struggled to go through the loss of that person immediately after they passed away. And what happens is that instead of being able to be festive and enjoy the day and celebrate with everybody, it just unleashes all of that pain that you felt you had gone through. And I think I would love people out there to know it's okay. You're not alone. Um, I always tell my clients that grief is like if you think about the ocean, it flows in, it flows mm-hmm. out, it flows in, it flows out, it changes with the with the with the as the as the moon, the phase is weighing. And different things are gonna trigger you. So just because you've been triggered yesterday or any of the other holidays for that matter, it does not mean you are not progressing in your grief. It just means that you are actually doing what is supposed to happen, which is to grieve a significant person, the loss of that significant person in your life. It's not just going to go away overnight. It's going to be a process, it's a journey. But more importantly, the amount of pain, the intensity you are feeling correlates to the significance of this person. If they really didn't matter to you, you wouldn't be hurting as much as you are, Mm -hmm. and that is okay. It's just testimony to how important they were in your life and how much they meant to you.
0: The other thing, Doc, is is that there may be unresolved issues. There may be things that are still hanging, questions that were never answered, things that were never said that should have been to mommy and from mommy to you. And we hang on to that idea. Mm. How do we we manage that? How do we manage that sense of, you know, um, lack of conclusion on a lot of things and the person that you wanted to conclude all these issues with is no longer here?
1: What, what, I, what I find interesting about that question is that the, the, the significant person is gone and you have somehow morphed them into being a ghost that haunts you because you have unresolved issues. You carry them and you use them as that significant person that is judging whatever choices, whatever was unresolved in your life. Mm-hmm. And so it arrests you because they have passed away. That sense of uh, potency and agency that you have over yourself to resolve it on your own, it feels like it's gone. It's six feet under with that person that is gone. And this is an invitation for you to see that if this is re-intensifying those senses of failure, what is un- um, that what is unresolved, what is not concluded, the questions that you have, is an opportunity for you to go into the journey of personal mastery, go to, through the journey of healing and resolving those issues yourself. You will have to confront, of course, the reality that the questions that you have, the answers that you seek, they may not be answered by the person because they are gone. And you might have to be able to find what you can live with in the now. But I also know that there are people who will seek spiritual counseling. They will go to see the traditional healer or their medium to try and connect with the person who's past. And I'm not one to judge what your faith and what your beliefs are. But do whatever it is that you need to do to get to the resolution that you require in order to live in the now and do best as you can show up as your best person, the best version of yourself in the present. Because if you get stuck in the past with the things that are unresolved because of what happened in the past, it rips away your opportunity to enjoy the now, the present, and in fact to cultivate the kind of future you want because you are constantly living on the narrative of what has happened in the past. So it's important to resolve those things. But also recognize that even if you might get some of those resolutions, they may not be in exactly the way that you want and they still rest on your shoulders, the, monkey, the, the, the upper or not, or your scores. The monkey is still on your shoulders for you to do what, what you need to do to activate the change that you want in your life, in the now, in the present. So just because you get those answers through your traditional healer or the medium, you must still take the actions required to activate those changes in the present tense.
0: All right. Um, As you can imagine, Doc, we've got tons of uh, voice notes and calls that are coming in. So we'll start with uh, some of the voice notes and then we'll open up the lines shortly. Um, But of course, we'll also, at some point in this conversation, really just find helpful ways, sort of definitively, Doc, that Mm -hmm. we can manage because you often hear people say, it still hurts. So all of that we'll still cover. Um, Here is uh, one batch of voice notes. Good morning, family. Uh, Yeah, when it comes to Wednesday, stay, I must... My
2: mother, my dad and my grandma were in
0: the same year. And look, it's nothing have when it comes to Mother's Day, especially hmm. So yeah, many com- yeah, so, so much, Doc. Um yeah. I mean social media playing its part in, you know, putting things in people's faces, not to anyone's fault, but that's just how it comes off in that case. Uh people feeling overwhelmed, it still hurts. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and just watching others appreciating their mothers. All these things trigger people.
1: Absolutely. There's a lady who said that she just completely uses avoidance. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I just want to highlight that. And, I'm, um, and I want to come to it as gentle as I possibly can. I'm not always good at coming across gentle. But here is what happens. You've lost your mom. And you can't handle the pain because it's overwhelming and it's paralyzing. Mm-hmm. And because you are struggling with dealing with the loss. The pain of it is debilitating for you. You avoid it. Mm-hmm. And what happens is that your capacity, your competence to develop mm-hmm. the skills that you need to be able to deal with your emotions, no matter how intense, no matter how negative, mm-hmm. you are constantly arresting and pausing that, mm-hmm. that, 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 that lesson. And so you will never be able to master it and get to the next level of how to deal with your emotions properly, and we might start first with the loss, the pain of losing your mom, but it will actually go into the other emotions, whether it's about happiness, whether it's about anger, whether it's about uh, frustration, whatever those emotions may be. When you when you have a habit of blocking sure. certain emotions, emotions are all on a, on a pendulum, on a continuum. So you that you cannot be able to manage yourself successfully. You're gonna want to be able to deal with your anger and know how to contain it within the body, how to regulate and then also how to express it in a healthy way for you to be able to do that you're going to have to also be able to do, to do the same with pain the mm. same with happiness there are people who achieve a lot of things so. like that gentleman who says um, whenever I see a uh, buy a new car or something positive mm. happens then you, you you access those emotions that are positive but at the same time connecting you so. with that negative loss so you need to learn that accessing your emotions and allowing them to be expressed in a healthy way and then learning how to manage them. It's yep. part of the journey of Personal
0: Mastery. Absolutely. And we're going to take a break, Doc, but a very short one because we've got a couple of uh, people calling in as well. It is Personal Mastery on a Monday. All right. We continue with Personal Mastery. And today we're talking about the realities of Mother's Day for you whose mother is no longer around. They've passed on. You never get them back. And how does that reality sink in? Mm. Um Dr. Matenchi's is on the line and we'll go to the line again because we've got a couple of people on. Tando, good morning and welcome.
3: Good morning, good morning, MOP team. How's everyone?
0: Good morning, Tando. Very well. Hello. Thank you so much for calling. What is your short and brief point?
3: Oh, yes, yes. I just want to comment on the issue as well. So uh, with me, it happened when I was eight years old, I think. Yes, I was eight years old. Now I'll be, 20, I'll be 28 in June. So the pain is still there there's no running there's no uh, running away from it it's always there it's, uh on a daily basis you think about it you just can't uh cannot block the pain so you always there thinking that um uh, the the mother figure is not there and you see people um having things with their mothers mm. and you just there so uh, it has formed an integral part of my life and also i'm an aspiring um clinical psychologist i do have my honors in psychology so i tried to use that as well in trying to deal with the grief but it's very hard i tell you it's very hard Hmm. so i just wanted to share that with you guys
0: thank you for the doc comments
1: Absolutely, Uh, Tando. You know, you're grieving twenty years on, hey. Um, And for some people, that child, that eight-year-old who lost Mm -hmm. mom, is struggling to deal with what a twenty-eight-year-old is supposed to. And if that is you or then, I'm not necessarily referring to Tando exactly. Look at how you can, uh, for example, write a letter to the child. You know, to just do a memory bank and say, "Look, this is what you lost. This is what I see. This is what you needed." But 20 years later on, this is what you will be able to achieve. Just as in a way of how to help that child grieve. There's other things that you can do in terms of dealing with that grief, particularly in terms of what are the key lessons that your mom has taught you. You know, there's a legacy that your mom has created. Even at the age of eight, she might have been teaching you how to cook, how to clean, how to take care of yourself. And you look at how you are continuing with that legacy in the now, how you are impacting other people. So think about other kids that can be benefiting from the fact that you future.
0: Sure. All right. Tando, thank you so much for your story and thanks for the call. Have a great Monday going forward.
2: Yes.
0: Let's go to Butali next. Butali, good morning.
2: Morning, More Flavor Show. Hi, Doctor. Hello, Butali. Yes, Butali. go ahead. You know what? Mm. Uh, having a, growing up and not having a mother is like... Uh, having an elephant on your back, you know, with all the family gatherings, somebody would be calling you. Okay, my mother passed away when I was two years old, right? Mm-hmm. And they would call you and you would be standing in the middle and they would be like, Hey, uh-huh, ukulele. umama uh-huh, mama, are uh-huh, two years, you know? Mm-hmm. The society does not even know how to handle mm-hmm. a child who's grieving. Mm-hmm. I remember in grade mm-hmm. R, we were told that my picture didn't have a mother there. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a missing link. Mm-hmm. Um my siblings took care of me a lot. They took me from the old Pretoria schools to a Quintal Five school, Model C schools. And because of the spiritual beliefs and stuff, my dad bought me this Bulukwane. It is this red, red and white bead that you had to wear. Mm-hmm. Imagine, that is against school uniform policy. And the prefect, I, I went into detention. You, you can imagine how, how grief mm-hmm. losing a mother. The societal values, all
1: the principles, impacted on my on my life. Hey, yeah.
0: yeah. Oh, so. Doc, what's your comment there?
1: Ah, well, Kelly, your story is amazing because of, absolutely, a lot of people don't know, don't realize how they actually amplify the sense yeah. of grief, especially yeah. for a vulnerable child, because the we country. are so desensitized about how different cultures deal with it. And what I would love to encourage parents out there is that don't keep it a secret. Some of us, we want to grieve in private, but because you've got a vulnerable child in front of you, go and educate the white teachers and the colored teachers mm-hmm. and the other cultures, but why why not be you know? Mm-hmm. And then make them also understand that how they engage with their child becomes important that what they're going to represent the constellation of family is going mm-hmm. to be shattered and as a result when you are thinking about draw your family they're going to be thinking about grandparents or siblings as in the parental figure mm-hmm. so it's important to create that conversation with people the other part is when you have small children right now that are dealing with grief and you've become a substitute a replacement parent for the child understand that how you are engaging you need to be sensitive so we always encourage parents take them for bereavement counseling take them mm-hmm. for place that Therapy. they will learn um non-linguistic ways to be able to represent that grief in a way that allows them to access it and release it into their system and just be able to vent sure. and, and go through the motions of grief mm.
0: Mm. well wow. Tali, thank you so much for the sure. call um and we wish you all the best as well all right thank you oh man oh my goodness such a great call
3: Yeah.
0: Such a fantastic uh, 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 talking point as well. Um, Just to go back to that point of avoidance, I've actually got a friend who um, is so scared or is so fearful of her mom passing away that it doesn't matter what negative things her mom actually does or says to her. She'll brush it off as if it never happened all in the name of... Yo, hake batle mama. Just now, atola forever, and then na we, we were caught in the middle of a disagreement. Absolutely, I, I don't think that's that's a healthy way, as well. No, it isn't. It, yeah, it isn't. You
1: know, you know. Also, black parents will say, if you don't listen to me, I will like a shrill, and then you will miss me. That is useless. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <Yeah>. <laughs> my,
0: <God. laughs> my mother loves a that line. Like <laughs> <laughs> but, oh, mama. I laugh because my mother loves that line so much. <laughs> but I mean, look, doc. Um, as we wrap this conversation, uh, what can I do. What what do you want to leave me with if I'm in this situation right now and experiencing this great sense of loss?
1: There's a powerful technique that we call a memory box where you literally access all the different things that make Mm -hmm. you think of your mother, the things that you used to do, the food that you used to eat, Mm -hmm. the music that you used to to listen to. Even her perfume or the different clothes that she had. And every time when you're accessing that place where you are grieving again, light that candle, put on that jacket that she gave you, put on that text that you got you, or go to the places that you used to go to. Allow yourself to grieve. It is going to strengthen you. It's also going to open up for you to love somebody else and know that even if you lose them, you would have given them the best version of yourself. Mm. Don't let pain make you withdraw from being the best version of who you can possibly be.
0: Doc, thank Mm. you so much for this. We lean on you always. And this is why. Dr. Madenji on Personal Mastery. We appreciate you so much. Alright, um, we wish you strength if you're going through the most and there's always somebody to lean on yeah. one way or the other. We're done. Coming up next is The Bridge. Dineo Ranaka is on standby. Yeah. So from us, it's a good morning. A good day. Good day and, and good, good vibes. vibes. You better be good to me because I <laughs> <laughs>